Welcome to Chatting with Chemeketa, the show where we talk about everything related to college. Whether you're someone considering coming to Chemeketa or a current student, an alum, a member of the community, or part of our local business and industry, we've got you covered. I'm Jessica Howard, Chemeketa's president. And I'm Les Wilkes. Do you remember being a high school student and thinking about what college was going to be like? It was probably a bit overwhelming. There were so many things to decide, and all of it when you are just 17 or 18 years old. It really is overwhelming, Les, but did you know that we have a special program at Chemeketa that helps high school students explore career choices that they may not have even known existed? And today, Lino Solomon from our Upward Bound and Talent Search programs is here to elaborate on these two very special student services. Welcome to the show, Lino. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. I'd like to begin these conversations a little bit about our guests and their backgrounds. Um, So you can either talk about your personal background or your professional background, whichever you like. (laughs) As far as how I made my way to Chemeketa, I was actually the first um, person in my family to even attempt college. And I attempted it and failed three times um, before I found my way to Chemeketa. I always knew I wanted to go to college, but I had no idea how to pay for it. And I didn't even know which classes I was going to take. I knew nothing about college. Um, I would work and save money for a term or two to pay for a term term or two of tuition. And then uh, I always knew I had it in me to succeed. And I did for a while, at least for the first six weeks of the term. And then life happens, and uh, I would miss classes and projects and sometimes final exams, and I'd give up. Um, And that happened a few times, and I went back to work and repeated it over again. Um, I think I was way too uncomfortable asking for help, uh, ashamed to admit my failures. Uh, Eventually, I came came to the realization that I needed to own my failures, um, learn from them, and ask for help. Shortly after that realization, I, I came to Chemeketa and I found the right people and they helped me uh, plan and uh, discover and plan my path actually. Uh, apply for financial aid, which I knew nothing about. It was amazing to learn about all the free money and opportunities available to students. Um, and they helped connect me with resources. I joined the TRIO Student Support Services Program, which is a huge benefit. Um, I learned to be really resourceful. I spent countless hours in the tutoring center and that they hired me as a tutor. Um, I took a free class uh, called Trio Student Mentoring um, that was offered by the Trio Talent Search Program, and I became a mentor um, for low-income, first-generation high school students um, to help them dream big and um, achieve high school success and plan for opportunities after high school. So, Lino, Lino, was were you a Chemeketa student when you took on that role of reaching back out to high school students? I was. It was a free class, and yeah, and I was a student here. And I, you could repeat that class three times, so I repeated it all three times. <laughs> and during the course of that um, class, um, Upper Bound and Talent Search actually hired me to be a tutor for the program, and then a program assistant. And then as I transferred to OSU to finish my um, bachelor's degrees, um, an advisor position became available, and they hired me as an advisor for Upper Bound and Talent Search. Um, I was an advisor for several years, and after I finished my uh, master's degree, they, um, I was able to be a, become the director, which I am now, of the programs. So now, is TRIO, does this stand for anything? 
Well, it stands for three. Oh, just three. <laughs> back in 1965, as part of the Civil Rights Movement, the Higher Education Act, there was three. There were three programs created: um, Trio, Trio Upper Bound, Trio Talent Search, and I believe Student Support Services. Okay. Now there are actually seven Trio programs across the country, with serving over a million students. So Trio is kind of a shorthand for these uh, programs that are designed to um, create success in. Um, uh, populations that have some significant barriers, uh, at least on the surface. We refer to TRIO, but again, it's it's kind of like a conglomeration of different approaches. But I think, are they all federally funded? They're all federally funded. Funded. Um, they're on five-year grant cycles, so all funded by, um, you know, Department of Education TRIO grants. You know, these were the, exactly the type of programs that I needed when I was in high school. So um, I just, I love being a part of them, and I, and I, and I love helping um, students overcome uh, the barriers that I had recently learned to overcome when I became involved in the program. So a lot of this seems to be happening outside of Chemeketa, like Upward Bound and Talent Search are happening in high schools and middle schools in our region, right? Do we, are we in, which schools are we actually in, in terms of the these programs? Yeah, we provide services to eight um, high schools in the area, which are McKay High School, North Salem High School, Sandyham High School in Mill City, Staten High School, uh, Cascade High School, Woodburn High School, Jervis High School, and North Marion High School, and then four middle schools, Hauk, Parrish, Waldo, and Stevens. And which one is the middle school program? Uh, Talent Search. Talent, Talent Search. Search does middle and high school. And then the Upward Bound is exclusively high school. Mm-hmm. And so this is not just, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, this is not just a Chemeketa recruitment effort. This is about college, no matter where the student wants to go. Definitely, yeah. Um, many of our students come to Chemeketa, but we're not recruiters for Chemeketa. We want to help our students, like I mentioned, to dream big and go wherever they want to go. Part of what we do is um, we explore uh, college campuses throughout throughout Oregon. We've Each year we take students to at least, we have it probably at least 20 college visits. That's incredible. And then if they do end up coming to Chemeketa, do you already know them before they arrive? Or maybe some of them through we do. Upper we Bound? Do. We know them. We connect them to the TRIO Student Support Services Program here. We connect them to the camp. Um, even if they go to you know OSU or another university, we connect them to the support services there at the university to really increase their the likelihood of their success. And Les, one of the best yes. things, I'm talking to you, Les, you know it, <laughs> um, but one of the most amazing things about the services and the approach of the TRIO programs is borne out in the student success outcomes. The success rates for the students in our TRIO programs at Chemeketa is greater than that for the general population significantly. And these are students that one would think would have a harder time because they're coming from low-income backgrounds or they have some sort of learning disability or something like that. And, and actually, they outperform the general population. And it's, it's a tribute to the approach, which is a, a very holistic approach. So it's, you know, um, what, what, what do you need to learn? And then how come you didn't show up to class? Oh, you need a bus pass because your car broke down. I mean, it's this level of mentorship. Am I right, Lino? Absolutely. Um, we have our, a mentoring class where we train college mentors and connect them with our students. We also connect our graduating seniors with our alumni who are at the universities where they're planning to go as mentors. It reminds me of one of Chemeketa's core values, belonging. We really instill a sense of community and really a sense of belonging with our students. We've got some really famous people who I think who have come through our program. Lino clearly is one of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but I think we've got some, some folks who are leaders in our community who came through our program and some folks who ended up in the legislature as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a... Uh, well, how, how do you find these, um, I'll say kids, because they're young, right? You know, high school, middle school. How, how do you find them? Or how do they find you? We do uh, presentations at their classrooms. We meet with our principals and, and counselors and get referrals. We're there on registration nights, um, FAFSA nights, uh, all sorts of outreach within each of our schools. And we're actually at the schools at least uh, one day each, each week uh, doing weekly tutoring and advising. Um, um, our staff is connected in the schools and actually spends uh, a good part of their week um, out in the schools. So can you give us a sense of, so we're out about, out and about in the community, and uh, you talked about tutoring, and I think we also have things that happen certain days of the week, um, and also in the summer? Yeah, so throughout the school year, we have Saturday academies um, twice each month during the school year. Those academies will sometimes be college campus visits and other field trips. Uh, oftentimes, there are workshops here at Chemeketa and uh, career exploration, college exploration, uh, resume building, leadership. We do community service because we need um, some really good activities for activities charts for scholarships, scholarship writing workshops, uh, and so much more. And then in the summertime, we have a six-week summer academy uh, hosted on the Chemeketa campus where students will take classes from Monday through Thursday in writing, um, language, arts, uh, foreign language, uh, science, and math. And then on Fridays, we'll do fun Friday field trips that are often focused on science. Um, And those have included, in recent years, uh, trips to the Hatfield Marine Science Center, OMSI, the um, Oregon National Primate Research Center, and then uh, I fly up in Portland, the um, indoor skydiving (laughs) <laughs> um, and that was super fun. How do you do indoor skydiving? I know this is you know off topic here, but I was kind of wondering how I, I did it once for real. But I never. Oh, I was wow. like indoor. How, you know, I mean, it's a giant wind tunnel. It's like a. Uh, it must be four or okay. five stories high. All right. And then they crank up the fans okay. and the, <laughs> you get in there and you float around. <laughs> well, and one of the things that makes the participation so I think attractive for students is that with our Upward Bound program we pay the students to participate and that, that's part of the federal funding is that right? Yeah students can um, earn a stipend check each term for full participation meaning they come oh. to the advising meetings, tutoring and uh, the Saturday academies when we're presenting this at schools almost everyone they think it's too good to be true and I tell them hey there's no fine print here all you have to do is be eligible for the program and committed to your own success this is not too good to be true it's so an awesome how, program. How is one eligible? They have to be um, either first generation, which means neither uh, neither parent has graduated college with a bachelor's degree, or meet um, federal low-income guidelines, and then also um, be a U.S. citizen. So how many students do we serve in these programs a year? About 740 across across both programs. Wow. Yeah, that's a good bit. How many? I mean, so there's you... But you're not alone, right? How many others are? Uh, we have seven advisors. Team or whatever. Yeah, seven. Advisors. Yeah. Okay. Seven advisors. Uh, we have mentors, several mentors, tutors, uh, part um, program assistants, and then we have adjunct faculty that teach our classes in the summer. And so this uh, Talent Search and Upward Bound, those programs are completely free for students. Is that right? Completely free. In addition to all the activities I spoke of, we buy them school supplies. We can uh, provide Chromebooks. We actually have really cool uh, upper bound, Jansport upper bound backpacks we buy for each student. So they're kind of sporting our, the brand in the schools. <laughs> I like uh, it. 
Yeah, very cool. Do they get a hydro flask? Oh, I'm going to add that to the list. People love hydro flasks. Hydro flask. Yes, it's like magic. If you want people to participate in something, do a drawing for a hydro flask. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm, you know, it's a water bottle. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but but it's flask, a flask though. Flask. flask. I sound hydro like, flask. You know. Yeah. Just a just a thought. But yeah. we should get those. Um, you know, with the appropriate. Absolutely. Yeah. Marketing on there. Definitely. Well, so so this must be a really special career for you because this is exactly the program that saved you and got you to success or at least on the road to success, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, getting a master's degree following those initial steps is no small feat. It is a big deal. So obviously you learned the skills you needed to then ascend to whichever point you wanted to go. It must be really rewarding to be part of this. Absolutely. Even as a mentor and a tutor, I realized I'd found my calling, helping students to overcome obstacles and dream big and and really... um, realize their their potential. I, I love these programs. And I like I said, I, th- I think it's been my calling. So I, I, I love it. Well, I'm so excited that you were able to come on the radio show and tell us about the TRIO programs, which we're so proud of at Chemeketa. I really think the fact that you are a poster person for having gone through this and knowing the success rates, I mean, it really is a story we should tell. And for our listeners, if you have questions about what we've just covered or comments about today's show, please write to us at chatter at chemeketa.edu and we'll answer your questions through email or on an upcoming show. Thank you, Lino, for spending a little time with us today. Thank you so much. I love sharing about our programs. Okay. Well, it's time to take a break, but we'll be right back with some great information about Chemeketa's pre-apprenticeship program. Stay tuned. Did you know that Chemeketa Community College offers classes that meet almost every need? Whether you prefer learning on your own time at your own pace with online study, enjoy interacting with classmates and instructors but need to do it remotely, or prefer on-campus instruction, it's your choice when you become a student at Chemeketa. Get started on your future and apply today at go.chemeketa.edu slash apply. Welcome back to Chatting with Chemeketa. Joining us now is Frosty Adams from our pre-apprenticeship program. Welcome, Frosty. Hi there. How are you? We're doing great and better because you're with us. Hey, Frosty, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been with Chemeketa. I started with Chemeketa back in about 2011 in the high school partnership program, and I'm a licensed English teacher, but I ended up through the course of different moves in my career, learning more and more about um, industry and apprenticeship and helping students who wanted to go that route instead of the college per se route. They don't understand that. Apprenticeship is tied to college in a lot of ways, but I always wanted to be a teacher. When my when I was in elementary school, my brother would come. I would come home, and my younger brother would be there wanting to play, and I would make him sit down and do school before uh, we oh, would go oh, out. No. You want those, one of those <laughs> type yeah, of sisters? Of those. Look he out. said that's why he <laughs> hates school because I made him do that. Uh, much like Lino, who talked about the trio program, I'm also a first generation student, um, college student. I am the only one in my family on either side to have a bachelor's degree, let alone a master's degree. So I can really relate to students who are intimidated by the process. Uh, 
whether it's college or finding a career that works for them. So I'm really excited about the opportunities that we have in the pre-apprenticeship programs to help students navigate that. Frosty, didn't you get some training or education in being a uh, college and career counselor? I did. I don't have a license as a counselor. I don't have the um, mental health side of a counseling license, but I do have the experience with the college and career counseling, and I taught some career guidance classes here when I was with the high school partnership. So when you were doing that career, college and career counseling, is that when you became more familiar with some of the trades? It is. And really, I when I left Chemeketa as an adjunct faculty, I took a full-time position of, as a college and career counselor at Jervis High School. Um, they were starting a, a center. And since I had both college and career experience, they hired me to do that piece. And several students wanted to be, go into the trades. They didn't know how to become a welder, electrician, Um, even though my family are tradespeople. I also didn't know that pathway. So I educated myself on helping them get into the trades, um, understanding what it takes, how to make themselves the best they could be for application. And then I ended up having an opportunity to go to work in the industry side as education outreach. And then it really came home to me, all the different training opportunities that are out there that students don't know about. So what trades uh, are, are we talking about exactly? Well, here on the yeah. Schmeckata campus, we actually are the, what's called a JATC. It's a group of employers who are a committee who set standards. So we, on the Schmeckata campus, we have um, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, and refrigerant, HVAC-R. We have sheet metal. We also have plumbing. So with those three, we provide classroom space and instructors, and we monitor Um, hours in the class because uh, uh, to get a registered apprenticeship you have to have a certain number of on-the-job training hours as well as a certain number of classroom hours to move forward to the next step. So we have those three. We're also in partnership with Independent Electrical of Oregon and they 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 get about 100 plus applications every month for people who want to become electricians. So in our pre-apprenticeship program, we help people make the best application that they can. We cover a lot of different things in the program, uh, resume building, how to do the best you can do on your work keys assessment that needs to happen. We connect them with programs. If someone wants to be a welder, we connect them with a program here on campus and let them know when they have to fill out their application to be considered for the program. So we're kind of a clearinghouse for several different trades. So when we say trades, we're really talking about construction industry trades right. for so the most part? Right, so construction-related. So if you are um, a person out there who is interested in going into one of these fields, like electrical or plumbing or HVAC or sheet metal... Um, you, you have to take a pick. You, I know you have to, I know you can't do them all. You want to do them all, but I know. you want to. You want to do them all. Um, but you're interested in that. You know, I think there are a lot of people out there who think that college is one choice and the trades is another or apprenticeship is another. And the the reality is that they're combined uh, at the at the Chemeketa campus, right, here in Salem. And so um, if you're interested in that, then you would how would you find us and our apprenticeship program? The easiest way to find anything, Chemeketa, I've found is to just Google Chemeketa Apprenticeship or Chemeketa <laughs> Welding or Chemeketa Manufacturing or mm-hmm. Chemeketa Computer Science. Um, and that's the fastest, quickest way. Um, in our department, we uh, 
as I mentioned earlier, we have all those different trades that we connect people with. We have employers. Uh, we have about 35 employers in the HVAC and about that many. There, there's some crossover between HVAC and sheet metal. We connect uh, through the pre-apprenticeship program. We explain to them a process for getting into whether you want to be a union carpenter and go to PNCI, whether you want to go to Northwest College of Construction in Portland. There are programs that people in the Salem area have no idea exist. So we bring speakers in. Uh, we have them talk about even heavy highway. Riverbend is a really good partner of ours. They said they would hire two pre-apprentices every term to come and learn entry-level work and then work their way up. Um, we had a student named Angel. Um, he came in not sure what he wanted to do, thought he wanted to be an electrician, which most everyone thinks, but um, came in and he heard Riverbend speaking and it just captured his attention. And he went and got his CDL permit book. He got his CDL, his um, commercial driver's license permit. He did a training program with Riverbend. And then he came in and he was so excited. He was just smiling ear to ear. And he said, I realize the difference now between a job and a career. And we get all the time, we have, we have reflections. And the um, pre-apprenticers are saying, this is life-changing for me. So Frosty, what's the difference between pre-apprenticeship and apprenticeship? So apprenticeship, there are certain requirements. You have to be 18. You have to have um, math 70 or higher or intermediate algebra with a C or better on your high school transcript. Um, you have to have a GED or high school diploma. And uh, pre-apprenticeship helps people get points towards what's called a ranked list in apprenticeship. So you have those basic requirements and then anything you can add, like a first aid certification or OSHA 10 certification, which is a safety class, um, college credit, you get four college credits for doing our program. All of those things move you up the ranked list and make you a better applicant than someone who doesn't prepare at all. They just, they're 18, they get out of high school, and they're like, I'm going to be an electrician tomorrow. That's not the case. So if you're in high school... Do you have access to the pre-apprenticeship program? I would, I would imagine that would be the only place to sort of pursue this because you're not 18 yet. So we actually no. do have a partnership through MWEC and the dual credit part of Chemeketa where we have certified teachers in different high schools around the Chemeketa region. And the students who, schools who have capacity to offer that have a partnership with us. We register their students as Chemeketa students. We help them get registered with the Bureau of Labor and Industries. And if they complete the program, they become certified pre-apprentices, just like our 18-year-olds and older do in the, our summer program. So, so a good candidate for pre-apprenticeship, that's a tough one. You know, <laughs> but, uh, but a good candidate is someone, okay, so is under 18, uh, right? Not necessarily. For the high I'm school just saying, program. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, what is your typical pre-apprenticeship um, so individual? Our our program has been funded by Future Ready Oregon for the last year. Okay. So we call it our campus-based program as opposed to the high school pre-apprenticeship program. So the campus-based program, you have to be 18 or almost 18 by the end of the term. We do have some homeschoolers who come in who have graduated early or students who have graduated early from high school. Um, I don't exclude them from our program because it's good for them to have the exploration and get those credentials that can help build their resume. But to enter a registered apprenticeship training program, you have to be 18. Okay. <laughs> but does everybody who go into the apprenticeship program go through the pre-apprenticeship program? 
No, the pre-apprenticeship program, this is relatively new. Um, I've been here for a year now on this program. I helped write it, and we implemented it. Uh, we've been really active for about a year, and um, we recently got funding to continue on through spring of 2024. But you, So it's not really known, okay. I would say. Mm. It's not really known. We actually did a cohort last winter at Oregon State Correctional Institute, and we turned out 14 um, adults in custody. And we were able to, there are a lot of things we couldn't do in there, but we were able to take in hand tools and have them build birdhouses. And the guards <laughs> not, were kind of like rolling right? their eyes. No saws. Yeah, we had saws. We had power tools. We had drills, <laughs> cordless drills. Um, and we brought in um, a person to do a flag traffic flagging certification. So where we couldn't do forklift, which is one thing that we typically partner with the ag department on is to do a forklift certification. We were able to get them traffic flagging certification and they were close to being released from prison. So that was one of the caveats. They needed to be within a few months. Yeah. Well, so, so right now we're offering this pre-apprenticeship program, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, does it, can you explain exactly what it is and then how people can take advantage of it? So, my elevator speech is that it's an exploration of a lot of different trades, not focused on any one particular trade. It's not a uh, job finding program. Um, we can help sometimes if a, one of the employers is looking for someone and we know there's a good candidate uh, among our pre-apprentices. Um, we can connect them, but it's not guaranteed that they would come out with a job or be accepted into a training program. But it is something to help build the resume to make them have the best application they can have when they decide to apply for a, a registered apprenticeship, which typically is a four-year program to do a registered apprenticeship. And so this is, is this a specific course that the, pre-apprenticeship is basically they get doing? A, they get APR 101, okay. Apprenticeship 101. They get four credits for that. Okay. Um, they'll get a first aid certification, CPR certification. Uh, we pay for a second class if they want to take a welding class or wow. automotive or um, maybe business class or computer science. It's something along the way that has sparked them towards a career pathway. And we want to remove those barriers that, you know, I was a first generation student like Lino and I'm, I don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. I don't know where to get help. So we provide advising in addition to the advising from the actual advising office. They send a lot of people our way who are interested in apprenticeship. So, so it sounds like then if you don't know whether you want to be a sheet metal worker or <laughs> name your fortitude, yeah, all those for plumbing, <laughs> plumber, whatever, yeah. HVAC. So if you don't know, but you kind of think you might want to do something along, you know, those lines, then that's what this would be a good thing, uh, you know, a good thing to go through so you can start, you know. Sure. And they can, anybody the right can set up an appointment with the apprenticeship office. Just it's apprenticeship at schmeketa.edu. I probably take three or four people through a week and show them our plumbing lab and our sheet metal lab oh. and show them um, you start with a flat piece of metal and you end up with this in sheet metal um, duct work going around beams and, you know, making corners and curves and everything on big machines uh, and the HVAC part of it. Uh, we talk a little bit about the electrical program, how to get into it. And then there are two different types of electrical licenses. So I really kind of give a big picture. So if anyone's interested in finding out about 
how do I become a welder? Um, I would connect them, talk to them a little bit and connect them with the welding department. Sure. But as far as pre-apprenticeship goes, um, it's an exploration of all of that. And we start September 23rd, we'll have an orientation day, and then classes start the 25th at night from 5 to 7.50. All right. And the and so all of this is free right now for students through this state grant that we call Future Ready Oregon. So this is a, a tremendous opportunity to get that career exposure and also to get some incredible advising and um and really probably a view to an entire career that may be not that clear um, to most folks. So I'm just incredibly excited about it. And Frosty, the fact that you helped write this into existence is absolutely absolutely huge so really really excited about that um so all of you out there um please consider the pre-apprenticeship program frosty thank you so much for your help in getting it off the ground sure thank you for having me and for our listeners if you want to know more about what you've just heard and i know you do be sure to email us at chatter at chemeketa.edu. You can also send us comments about the show, suggestions for future topics, and the like. Again, that email address is chatter at chemeketa.edu. Well, with that, it's time to wrap things up for this edition of the show. Be sure to tune in again next time, same chat time, same chat channel. For chatting with Chemeketa, I'm Les Wilgus. And I'm Jessica Howard. Bye. Bye.